Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you're having an absolutely fantastic day today. And we're going to be on the Hagman Show tonight, so I'm sure you guys will enjoy that. And for all of our Health Masters listeners, we haven't put a lot of coupon codes out lately, but I'm going to activate the Doug 5 coupon for our listeners right here, right now for our show that will be active here in about the next hour. And that will be 5% off all regular priced products on the website at healthmasters.com. So be sure to check that out on the website if you want to stock up on anything right now and get a discount on it. So again, thank you for your support. Over last night, I've seen a lot of videos, a lot of very disturbing videos that's coming out of Afghanistan. I've, I've talked to a couple people I know that have had a lot of military backgrounds, some that, you know, retired, some one of them, which basically is uh, used to, he was a ranger, he used to do special ops. And pretty much the consensus now among everybody is this is, this is not a small event that's happened over there. This is a start to a very, very large event. What we're seeing now with the direct refusal to evacuate Americans out of Afghanistan, what we're seeing now with the administration handing over names of individuals that are Americans over there. What we're seeing now with the bombings repeatedly now, I think they said 11 or 12 Marines have died. I mean, in the, the small Marine force that they put into Afghanistan is a complete, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love my Marines. They're an absolute fighting force, but you can't throw in a couple hundred Marines into a middle of a full blown Taliban stronghold that as we have now read, received over 600,000 machine guns with millions of rounds of ammunition, 20,000 frag grenades, the list goes on, and expect them to be able to handle that for an extended period of time. And so this whole thing is being put up as a planned failure. They want it to do exactly what it's doing. Now, there's two things that could be happening here. They could be ready to, ha ready to have another giant conflict, and they're trying to get the war machine booted back up. And or we could be seeing the final phase of Joe Biden and his complete and total Annette bobblehead self fail to bring in Kamala, you know, the, the hyena. I saw a couple interviews as far as he was doing and taking questions. The man doesn't even know where he's at. He doesn't even know what to do right now. I mean, he they're putting him up there and making him look like a complete and total fool because he is a complete and total fool. He doesn't know what's going on. And I mean that literally. I see all these memes and people talking about Biden's, the, Biden's this and that. And I'm like, listen, he's a complete and total failure. He's a complete and total embarrassment. Remember, this is being done to cut the knees out of the United States populace. It's to make the country look like complete foolery. That's what they're doing with this. The United States right now is a complete laughing stock of the entire world. Biden yesterday, when he got asked about a question, he basically got grilled on it and couldn't answer it. It wasn't even that hard of a question. He put his hands down, his head down on his hands, almost like he was crying and shook his head like, hey, he's at the podium. He's at the podium at a, a full-blown press conference, and he puts his head down and shakes his head like, like he's having a nervous breakdown. And so what they're doing is, I think, is they're trying to get him pushed to the point to where they're going to bring him out of office and bring in the communist hyena Kamala. And that's my personal opinion. And on top of that, completely and totally arm a populist that absolutely hates this country. And at the same time, as he's clearly said, they have to bring in hundreds of thousands of refugees now in the United States. They're already doing it. They're bringing in plane after plane after plane. They're still bringing in refugees. I'm not worried about Americans, I guess, over there. But 
the refugees, that's a huge priority. Remember what they did in Syria? Remember what they've done in Dearborn, Michigan now? Now, remember how Dearborn, Michigan has a full-blown Muslim stronghold up there? Remember the group that walked around with Bibles in the middle of the city fair in Dearborn, Michigan? And they literally had law enforcement escort them out of the fair because law enforcement said, listen, they're going to kill you. We have to get you out of here. You can watch the videos on YouTube, spitting at them, throwing on them, because they're walking around with Bibles, talking about Jesus. He goes, you guys, we, can't, we cannot control them. He goes, we have to make you leave. He goes, they're going to kill you here. They're like, this is Michigan. This is this is the United States. They said, dude, there's nothing we could do. This is this is Dearborn, Michigan. This this is not essentially a United States Christian city anymore. This is a Muslim stronghold. They even have the Muslim bells that ring every day in the city. This is what they're trying to do because Muslim and Christianity does not go together whatsoever. Muslim, true hardcore Sharia law Muslim, is steeped in so much Satanism, it's unreal. And a lot of people arguing that, I said, dude, just do your own research on it. I'm not saying all Muslims are bad. I know numerous Muslims that are unbelievably nice, unbelievably peaceful. But the problem is when you take it to the far extreme, which the ones over there with Taliban and everything else, they are not that. You start bringing them over here and you start saying, hey, by the way, enjoy the United States. Don't do anything wrong. It's a complete and total joke. It's exactly what they're doing again to bring the United States down from within, just like how the borders are wide open right now. Notice how COVID allegedly has everybody locked down, cities, restrictions in place, vaccine passports, the galore now popping up all over the place, but yet southern border is completely fine. I saw a video in Nigeria where the Nigerian prime minister said you are not going to be able to use any of the banking systems if you do not have a vaccination card. There's another video from an Atlanta church. This just came out. My mom sent me this the other day. Uh, yesterday, Atlanta Church, they said if you attend church here, you have to show your vaccination card, you have to wear a mask, you have to social distance six feet, and you basically are not allowed to shake hands or hug necks at all when you come to church. Remember what I told you guys a couple months ago where this is going to go next? The churches were going to start doing this. The compromised churches are going to go down this list. And I told you before, I'm not discounting what's going on. With this bioweapon, they continue to keep mutating in the lab and releasing it through jabs. I mean, I've had it right now, too. There's no question about it. It'll put you on your butt, especially if you get a good dose of it for somebody that's been vaccinated. But on the other hand, too, there's never any justification to start forcing people to show you medical records or lockdowns or restrictions at all. Period. Under any circumstances, everybody has the right to make their own choice and everybody has the right to consent to whatever medical procedure they're basically going to have. We're seeing now this entire debacle with the FDA is complete and total sham of what they're doing as far as allowing this drug that hasn't even been approved to basically fall under this umbrella now of the current Pfizer shot. I told you my stance on that yesterday. You guys can go back and listen to it. But this is exactly what they're doing with this they're going to roll out shot after shot wave after wave variant after variant until they get everybody so locked down so sick and so basically submissive that people are going to do whatever they want to do i saw a a note from something i i they said this was from henry kissinger and i've never been able to vet this but i've heard numerous people say it was accurate if you've ever seen this before and it was from the who council on eugenics on february 25th 2009 now again i can't vet this because i didn't hear him say this i've heard numerous people try to verify it but i never heard him say this however 
it sounds like something Henry Kissinger would say. And this was the quote that everybody has said that he made the quote of. Again, I can't verify it, but it really makes a whole lot of sense. In 2009, he stated, remember, this was right around with the whole uh, swine flu thing that was going on again. Once the herd accepts mandatory vaccinations, it's game over. They will accept anything, forcible blood or organ donation for the greater good. We can genetically modify children and sterilize them for the greater good. Control sheep's minds and you control the herd. Vaccine makers stand to make billions. Many of you in this room are investors and it's a big win-win. We thin out the herd and the herd pays us for extermination services. Now, whether or not he truly said that, I can't verify, but that sounds like something he would say. And it's very clear today, right now in 2021, that that ideology is being put in effect very quickly. And it's exactly what I've been telling everybody. You start bringing in mandatory injections at that point, whoever mandates that owns you, and they will push you into anything, including forcible blood donations, forcible organ donations, anything they want to do to you at that point because you are their slaves. So I encourage everybody, stay strong on your convictions right now. Get this information out there. Keep your immune system strong. And thank you for supporting Health Masters. What do you think, Dad? Well, you know, you got to look at China with their forced organ donation groups. You know, they, they basically and their forced vaccines and yep. basically welding people into their homes, according to the, the stories that we heard last year, as far as people who had COVID. I mean, they were being welded into their homes with their doors and their steel frame doors and their steel doors. Now, you know, all these crazy things that we heard a year and a half ago to try to stop what was going on over there as far as the release of the Wuhan death virus. And, you know, and, and so we have to ask ourselves a question. You know, we know this went through Fort Detrick now. We know that Fauci was directly involved in it. We know that he helped fund it. And now here it is again. This time it's a stronger variant than we've ever had. And this is a serious one. I mean, you know, a year and a half ago, it was bad. And we warned you guys, look, if you get on your supplements, stay healthy, you know, social distance as far as stay away from groups that don't hug people. That's really important still, by the way. Because this stuff is bad, and now we find out it's eight times more supposedly virulent than the dog on chicken pox. So this is a serious, serious disease they released this time, and I, I get so frustrated. So many of the alt-news people are still sound, telling us that it's fake, and there's no such thing as the coronavirus or the Delta variant or any of these other variants. Guys, it's real. I've been telling you it's been real for the last year and a half. Now, they massively overblew the amount of problems that people were having with it a year and a half ago because it was primarily people that had comorbidities, heart disease, diabetes, cancer, you know, obesity. They were having a lot of problems and dying from this. But guys, Austin is really healthy. Lana's really healthy. Sharon's really healthy. And they all came down with this. I just had my friend call me this morning. His brother now is having to be put into the hospital over in Winter Haven. He's going to be put into the Advent Healthcare System. Florida Hospital in Celebration, Florida this morning. They're taking him over. I had another one of my friends had to go over there this past week, and I've not heard back from him, and I can't get in touch with him. I mean, all of this stuff is happening right now around us, and then he tells me this morning that his other son now has been basically has been diagnosed and has been tested positive for COVID and has symptoms. And the problem with this young man is he's over, he's 120, 130 pounds overweight, and he's very, very obese. And so this may be a problem for him. And all this is happening right now around us, all around us right now in my little world. And the sad part about all of this stuff is we're in a situation right now where if we don't find a way to get this thing back under control, get this genie back in the box and tell people the truth of what's going on with these vaccinations spreading this stuff, it's going to keep getting worse. 
until everybody comes down with this. It just is what it is. That's why I say to you again, D3, K2, vitamin C, zinc. If you have a doctor that you can get ivermectin from or hydroxychloroquine, I like, I like ivermectin better. I suggest that you have it available or have it you know, on tap in case you, you're, you're going to need it. I really do. I mean this stuff is that bad because the ivermectin stops the replication phase of the virus because it acts like zinc as far as getting into the cell walls, which is greatly facilitated you know, when you use you know, different nutrients to help push the, the zinc into the cells. And so it's so important that we understand all of this stuff. And let me give you an example. If you know, you remember when we were kids and we do these multiplication tables or we do geometric growth, it'd be two plus two is four, plus four is eight, plus eight is sixteen, plus sixteen is thirty-two, plus thirty-two is sixty-four. And you know, it's like doubling a penny for thirty days and you end up with millions of dollars. That's what viral replication does in the body. So if you've got a penny that you're gonna replicate, isn't it better to stop the virus? at the beginning phases when it's only three or four or eight or 12 or 16 cents or whatever it's going to be rather than billions of dollars. Cause it goes, when it gets to a billion cells being reproduced, all of a sudden you have 2 billion, 4 billion, 8 billion, 16 billion, 32 billion. All of a sudden you end up with hundreds of billions, if not trillions of these things running around in the body that causes a cytokine storm and, and that causes massive, massive inflammation and lungs filling with fluid. And so this is the problem that we run into you got to be prepped. So if you know you're coming down with something, really, really load up your C. Hit your astragalus if you've got a sore throat. You know, if you've got ivermectin, talk to your doctor. Maybe you need to start taking it now in the event that you're going to test positive. I don't know about all that, but you guys talk with your medical doctor about all of that. But it's very important to be proactive right now. It really is. And so you got to stay really up with your supplements. That's so important. I mean, Austin's recovered from this. Lana's recovered from this. But they all took ivermectin. Sharon took ivermectin, and until they got on the ivermectin, they weren't really recovering because you've got to stop the replication process. Now, could it have been mitigated had they used larger dosing to start with as far as supplements? Maybe, probably, I don't know. But the reality is, is that this thing is for real. And now, right now, over in England, you read this stuff and you just kind of shake your head. Researchers, ready, lab-grown, Delta variant for human trials. Wait a minute. What are they doing? While the rest of the world is trying to stamp out the Delta COVID-19 variant, British researchers are making progress growing a carefully controlled batch in a lab they hope to use to infect volunteers of studies. I think these guys are like, you know, just like stupid or something. The effort marks a new phase in the UK's human challenge trials the only COVID-19 studies in the world intentionally exposing participants to the virus with the goal of developing, here we go, new vaccines and new treatments. Other researchers are also isolating and growing COVID variant specimens for study. U.S. government, <laughs> God, let's just go ahead and infect the planet with bioweapons to see what happens. Just, I'm going to stop for a second. Years ago when they were doing the nuclear weapons, they said, we want to know if we could basically stop global warming or stop what's going on with the, how should I say, the damage to the ozone layer by detonating a nuclear weapon in space, you know, up in the upper ionosphere, taking a rocket and shooting it up into space and detonating a nuclear weapon just to see what happens. And the scientists go, but we don't know. It could be bad. It could breach the, United, the Earth's atmosphere and we could vent our atmosphere into space, into the vacuum, and we could all die. 
So there's a possibility we're going to kill the entire planet if we do this. But, you know, we'd like to try it, see what happens. And they did it. <laughs> you can't even make it up. They did it. They detonated this nuclear weapon in the ionosphere to see if it would vent plasma, see if it would do this with pollution and all kinds of other stuff. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Let's t- who, who voted on that? Who got to say, let's see if we can kill the planet? Maybe. And let's see if we can try to get some pollution off the planet. Maybe. Let's see if we can vent the atmosphere to space. Maybe. And let's see what happens. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's like Oppenheimer when I quoted him the other day. He says, I, I think he says, I've become death. You know, and so we realize this is a guy who developed nuclear weapons. The thing about it is, is that, you know, scientists get all wrapped up in this mess and they start doing weird stuff. It's like it's like the planet. It's like our planet has become a giant Petri dish for these entities, these fallen entities. They want us to sacrifice our children. Shoot, they want us to eat our children in these sacrificial rituals. They want us to drink the blood from these people that are being sacrificed for the adrenochrome. Uh, They want us to worship entities, you know, from other dimensions. They want us to open portals with CERN to let these entities come freely to and fro our dimensions. They want to do all these horrible things to us with their blood blood rituals that they have as far as in their Kabbalah ceremonies. They want to infiltrate as many Christian churches as they possibly can to destroy the very fabric of our society, which is from Western civilization, which is Jesus Christ. We're like a we're like a giant psychological, physiological experiment that's being done on us all the time. You know, see how many people they can infect with coronavirus. I mean, these people are some sick puppies, guys. These entities are sick puppies. And that's why Jesus and God warned us. He said, this battle is not against flesh and blood, boys and girls. This is against these principalities. This is what's going on here. You don't understand it. This is a whole lot bigger than you are. This thing's, this thing's like, you know, through the entire universe going on right now. And you got to understand that. See, that's why when he came for you and he died for you and he shed his blood for you, the energy field that creates from scalar and longitudinal waves changes your DNA back and makes you able to reconcile with the Father because he's your transformer. I talked about this yesterday, and it's the power of Jesus that has changed this entire planet. He kind of took it by the scruff of the neck and shook it 2,000 years ago and said, you know what? How about we don't put up with this anymore? How about no? And you know, and we've had now 2,000 years of Western civilization under Christianity, and the world's got a lot better, and then suddenly these institutions got unbelievably corrupt, including the Catholic Church, you know, hundreds of years ago. Now the Protestant Church has been infiltrated with all these Masonic leaders into the, how should I say, the leadership of the churches and the pastors and the deacons and the elders, and so now they will let anybody tell the truth. It's all about, remember that, I've talked about it in depth this week, but we've got to understand these two COVID challenge trials that are being done right now and sponsored by the Imperial College of London and the University of Oxford, they started earlier in the year in the UK. So far, they've exposed more than 40 healthy young volunteers under isolated medical supervision to the original Wuhan sprain that circulated widely in 2020. Since then, the highly transmissible Delta variant has come to dominate infections globally, rendering the vaccines less effective and boosting case numbers across the UK and US. So let's make sure we infect a whole bunch more people with this intentionally. US and elsewhere, Delta's fast rise led research in the UK and challenged trial partner HVDO services to focus on trying to grow the variant in the lab. So now they're conducting level four biohazard research in a general laboratory. Is it level four? Are they using umbilicals with their own oxygen supply? When you have a level four quarantine facility, you know, it's most of the time it's underground. 
and you, you see this in these movies that you see, you know, where these crazy zombies that get released. And it's underground, and it's set up that in the event this stuff escapes, it gets hit with either gas or basically, you know, a huge amount of fire and propane gas, and it ignites, and and whatever's in there gets killed, including the people that are in there releasing it. And they're in these biohazard suits, and they basically have umbilicals attached to them, so they can't even breathe the air. And they got to go through scrubbers when they come out, so this stuff isn't released. These are these level four containment facilities. And guys, are they doing this in level four containment facilities? Are they, are they treating us like they would Ebola or anthrax? Are they playing fast and loose and sloppy like they did over in Wuhan? And stuff starts getting out, supposedly, which I don't believe for a second it was out by accident. I think it was released intentionally, in my personal opinion. But it just is what it is. By the way, 4,811 recovered Israeli COVID patients got reinfected. What? Yeah. My wife and I talked about that this morning. Health Ministry data cited by Channel 13 over in Israel suggests the Delta variant may be more effective at causing COVID reinfection among recovered patients and earlier strains of the coronavirus. According to the data, almost 5,000 Israelis have been reinfected with coronavirus, accounting for 0.47% of the total recoveries. The data provided refers to over 900,000 recovered Israelis, though the figure has since surpassed a million. So, we're getting reinfected now, which means we're not getting lifetime immunity to the coronavirus because these variants are different and have been changed so much that they're coming in and reinfecting the people that have already had it. This, let me put this to perspective. I mentioned this yesterday. You know, when we used to get chickenpox and measles when we were kids, it would go through the school system and then everybody was basically, you know, immune to chickenpox and measles for the rest of their lives. Apparently, these variants are so different because they've been genetically modified, that your body's immune system and the antibodies that you produced in the first round of this mess aren't working all the time. So, guys, it's really important to stay healthy, keep your weight under control, keep your stimulants down, and basically keep your supplements up in your body, the zinc, the D3K2, the vitamin C, potassium iodine, powdered multiple, whatever you want to take, because if you don't, you have a problem. Use the HGH stimulate with the quercetin. You know, we still have plenty of HGH stimulate with 500 milligrams of quercetin in it. We also have, you know, the excellent C. That's not on restriction. You get as much of that as you want. You can take the HGH stimulate with the quercetin, and you can, would you need to anyhow increase oxygen levels? Then you can take the vitamin C and the zinc, and that, you know, it'll actually help penetrate into the cell with, you know, cell wall because of the quercetin and the HGH stimulate. So it's so important that we all stay focused on what we're doing and maintain our health. It's really, really important right now. Austin, what do you think, buddy? What's your next story? Well, you're exactly right. And on top of that, it's very important as well that we continue to stand up for our freedoms that's going on. You know, I, I, there's no reason to ever live in fear of anything. I've encouraged people that use wisdom and make wise decisions, but don't live in fear of what's going on because the media is doing everything they can to scare people into submission. Remember, fear and hope are the two most effective tools to control a populace. You scare them, and then you come in and you bring the hope. Well, guess what? We're, we brought you the shot now. We brought you the great shot. We're going to basically fix everything. And in reality, they're not fixing anything. They're intentionally making it worse. And this is where we're starting to see this go now. And this is what they're betting on. They're betting on people to basically go in and not question the narrative, I just saw a video the other day from a uh, sheriff uh, in basically in one of the parts of Florida, 
And it was very disturbing because he did an interview and was talking about how one of the department, you know, sheriffs had died from COVID, even though the individual was very overweight. And it's sad though. My, my condolences go to the family. I mean, that's horrible. But we've already seen now very, very clearly <laughs> the research showed last year that over 90% of the fatalities from COVID were in individuals that were overweight or obese. That should give you a clear-cut incentive right now to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to get my health under control. I'm going to get my body weight under control. I'm going to get my eating under control. And the sad part about it was I saw this sheriff, and he basically said, I've had the shot. I encourage everybody to get the shot. You need to do it. You need to do what's right for you. I chose life. And I thought to myself, and I just shook my head. Now, the one thing he did say that I had to at least agree with is the interviewer asked him, well, are you going to mandate injections for your sheriff's department? He said, absolutely not. He said that is a personal choice. He goes, the government has no right. The sheriff's department has no right. A business entity has no right in telling you you have to get an injection. You have to make that own decision on your own. Nobody can force you to do that. So I was glad he at least said that. However, I was very, very disappointed that he approved it. But again, you got to remember, a lot of these sheriffs, doesn't matter if it's in Florida or Texas or any, any state, a lot of these guys have big donors to their campaigns. A lot of these guys have big supporters to the sheriff's departments. In a lot of cases, these donors can be pharmaceutical drug reps. They can be doctors. They can be nurses. They can be individuals that basically are high up in the community that have a vested interest in the pharmaceutical growth. Think about that for a second. We've already seen that. I mean, Pfizer, if, if anybody's done any research on Pfizer, it's not hard to figure out. They are one of the most corrupt pharmaceutical companies in the entire world. Back in 2009, they were fined at the time the largest criminal fining of $2.3 billion back in 2009 for basically unjust pharmaceutical practices and marketing products to customers that were not for the reasons that they were marketing them for. And I mean, it's been ongoing over and over and over and over again. You can see when Johnson and Johnson got busted with the cancer causing, uh, agents and the Neutrogena sunscreen and the other sunscreen, and they basically got fined for it. And then you find out that one of the main ingredients that, that causes cancer has been a known carcinogen and it's known to cause cancer yet they still used it. And at the same time, what's one of the biggest drugs that Johnson and Johnson has worked on that's been so effective. Oh, it's a cancer drug that basically is made to treat leukemia, which was the main cancer that's caused by the compound that was in the sunscreen. So you realize – once you realize and you get a hold of it, you realize these pharmaceutical companies, they cause the problem. They treat the problem, and then they come out and say, well, guess what? We're the heroes now. Just like I told you yesterday, how they're working on a drug to combat the side effects of the shots, the COVID injections. I went into detail on this. So you got to ask yourself a question. They're giving the injections that are causing horrific side effects. People are dropping dead. People are checking out all over the world. You guys saw basically over in uh, UK, the UK now, they said between February 1st and August 2nd, the UK reported 742 deaths caused by the Delta variant, allegedly. Of those, 402 were fully vaccinated. 79 had received one injection, and the remaining 253 cases were unvaccinated. So you literally see more than double of the individuals that have died in the UK. They're blatantly saying on the yellow card report they died of COVID and they were fully vaccinated. 
Okay, well, does that have anybody else wondering why in the world you would take the risk for an injection that has such horrific side effects that doesn't work, that they're now telling you over and over and over again you have to get injected with? The answer is yes. It should have everybody questioning the narrative. And so, again, as we see what's going on with the FDA, as we see what's going on with Pfizer and all these companies, it is crucial right now that we continue to get the truth out there because nobody, nobody is going to come to save us right now as far as from a political standpoint. I mean, Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. That stands true all the time. But these politicians, look what an abysmal failure they are right now. They're these, these rhino Republicans that everybody put their faith in that have done absolutely nothing. Why Biden standing around putting his hands on his hands, his head on his hands, when people ask him a question in a full-blown press conference – they're doing nothing. I mean, one thing I have to give credit to the Democrats for, as much as I absolutely loathe their stance on pretty much everything, they made sure they made a spectacle out of Trump every time they had a chance. He makes a phone call to Ukraine, impeach him. Oh, he did this, impeach him. I mean, they, they, they're constantly doing that. This, this, this administration, what we're seeing now here with the Republicans, it's a complete and total embarrassment. And it goes to show you that bipartisan politics is only there to serve one purpose. One purpose. It's divide the population. Oh, focus on this. They're going to do this. Oh, no, they're going to do this. That's why I've told so many people. Somebody texted me up the other day, and they said, we, we got to get Trump back in office. I said, Trump's a joke. I said, Trump did nothing. I said, when they stole the election, blatantly, fraudulently stole it, he didn't pull the Insurrection Act. He didn't pull the all hands on deck. He didn't do anything. He ran his mouth like he always did. He begged for money. He sent emails out to every single person, including myself, every single day asking for money to fight the election fraud. And he generated millions of dollars from what I was told, tens of millions of dollars in donations. and did nothing. Did absolutely nothing about it. And now he wants to stand back and rally. I'm, I'm here to help you. I'm, I'm coming back. No, I'm not. The, 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 the whole thing is a complete and total theater. It's theater. It's like Shakespeare said. The world is a stage and everything in it is theater. That's what we're seeing now. Everything is turning into complete and total theater to keep everybody focused. Remember what I said a couple weeks ago when this whole debacle started in Afghanistan and everybody got so flustered about what was going on. Granted, for good reason. Don't get me wrong. What's going on over there is an absolute atrocity with crimes against humanity and everything else that is allowing to be done and nothing's being done about it. But I told him, I said, this wasn't an accident. They go, oh, no, Biden just – he's an idiot. He doesn't know how to pull out of Afghanistan. I said, Biden doesn't even know how to put his shoes on. I said, they know exactly what they were doing in Afghanistan. You think they actually left two – Thousand armored vehicles, including MRAPs, and six hundred thousand machine guns, and twenty thousand frag grenades, and munitions, and claymores, and Simtex, and C4, and the list goes on. They just left all that by accident. Oh, you know, keep a couple billion dollars worth of equipment. It's totally cool. No, it was done specifically to do exactly what it's doing now, and part of it is being used as a massive, massive smokescreen. It's a distraction. While they're doing this in Afghanistan and every single mainstream news outlet is covering what's going on because it's a horrific scene over there, you see now what happened with the FDA this week. That's why we've brought it up so many times. You see what's going on now with the military mandating the injection. You see now all these businesses coming in and these hospitals coming in and mandating it just in the next coming weeks. 
And that's where they're going to flip the script again. And they're going to do it right in front of people's faces. And all of a sudden, people are going to wake up one morning. And they're going to go, oh, I'm supposed to have my injection today. And they're going to go, no, I'm not going to get it. And they're going to go, okay, that's fine. You're fired. You did nothing about it. That's why it's so important. You get involved locally. If you got to start following lawsuits, start following lawsuits. I've, I've had numerous companies that I've worked with now and entities that I've worked with and groups I've worked with now that file lawsuits. Lawsuit, lawsuit, lawsuit. Start working with people filing lawsuits. It's that time now to start pushing back unbelievably hard because while we're sleeping, the United States is burning, and it's burning from within, and a lot of people aren't even awake enough to realize what's going on. And so it's crucial we continue to get the truth and the news and the facts of what's going on. That's why I encourage everybody, do your own research. Do your own research on everything. You don't have to listen to me about it. You don't have to listen to Ted. We do a lot of research. We do for living every single day to get the truth out there. But look it all up. Look up how many times Pfizer has basically had criminal fines put on them. It's been dozens of times. They've been found guilty over and over and over and over and over again, and they don't care. They literally pay the fine business as usual because they do an ROI on it. They do a cost-benefit analysis on it. If we do this and X amount of people die and we generate $50 billion in income, what's the complete and total exposure? What's our downside? And they say, well, the maximum fine they can put on you is $2.5 billion. Okay, so we generate $50 billion, X amount of people die. That's erroneous. We pay a $2.5 billion fine. Go ahead and roll the product out and do what you need to do with it. The $50 billion massively offsets the cost of $2.5 billion. That's what they do. I've personally seen the numbers on the stuff. The same thing you see with vehicle manufacturers with recalls. They do a cost-benefit analysis. If we have to recall this much product, this many vehicles to fix this product, how much is it going to cost? Well, it's going to cost you $2 billion in recall. Well, if we have X amount of people, what's the max amount of people that are going to die from this product or this faulty product on a car? What is the max amount? Well, X amount of people would be basically expected to die. What's the payout going to be? Well, you know, it's going to be basically probably $50 million in payouts. So $50 million in payouts, whoever dies, or we basically save the $2.5 billion in recall. Let the product roll off the line. We'll pay for basically the unlaw, basically the deaths. They do it all the time. This isn't abnormal behavior for them. And so people that are actually trusting Pfizer and trusting Johnson & Johnson to be their savior with this injection boggles my mind to no extent. But one thing it does do, one thing it does do, it shows me the level of ignorance that has dug its way into the core of America that people don't even ask questions anymore about what's going on. They don't even ask questions about what's being injected into their body. They simply hear one person on CNN say they need to get it, and they run down to the local pharmacy and go get it. I told you guys when I had to stop by Walgreens to get a bunch of stuff last week. There are people in line filling out forms to get the shot. Oh, I'm going to get my shot. I need to get my shot. I need my shot. I'm walking over there by the thing. She goes, oh, are you here for your shot? I said, absolutely not. I'm not getting the shot. Also, everybody looked at me with these bug eyes, big old wide eyes. Oh, my gosh. He's an unvaccinated. Oh. And I'm like, dude, get out of here. Go look at something else. Go go, go get your shot. Go do your thing. This is, you obviously don't mind. And the thing is, the funny part about it is it's not funny. If anybody's looked at the form, by the way, I, I encourage you to go do this if you really want to know. Go look at the form. Go to the pharmacy when it's empty and nobody's there. Ask them for basically a form. To fill out so you can get your shot. I don't recommend getting the shot. That's your personal choice, but I don't recommend it. And read the form. Read the actual form and understand what they tell you it can do, what it's going to do, what the possible events are going to happen, and how there is zero 
liability whatsoever, and you're shining over pretty much all of your rights when you take this shot. Don't trust me. Go go pull the form. They'll hand it right to you. They love getting everybody's shots over there, and they expect you to fill it out, and you do, and you sign it. Bam, signature, done. Your legal name on the signature line. You are completely and totally signing over everything to them as far as any type of liability. Done. It's right in front of us, guys. You just got to look at it, and you got to realize what's happening. So I encourage everybody, keep the information, keep the news, forward the shows, forward the article links, keep everybody going as hard as we can as far as the truth out there because there are a lot of people, a lot of people waking up right now. That I've seen this all over the place now. Even people that I never expected to wake up are starting to wake up right now because they're realizing something isn't right in the country right now. You know, I'm getting the same thing, Austin. I've had people that have told me, you said, you know, for years we thought, you know, you were kind of like doing hyperbole as far as what was happening, you know, with the world. And now we realize that it's not hyperbole. This really is happening. And I had Zach just send me an email basically said that because he's listened to our show for so many years, he started to understand the obfuscation of what's going on with the mainstream media. And when, and when you really it, – it's kind of funny. It's kind of like watching a movie twice. And you know the plot. It's like that movie uh, Sixth Sense with Bruce, with Bruce Willis. You already know how it's going to end. You know that he's dead, right? At the end of the movie, they come out, oh, he's already been dead. He's been walking around as a spirit. And, and, and you suddenly realize, wait a minute. I already know how this movie ends. They're not going to surprise me with this trick ending again. And so you begin to realize the same thing is true with media. You know, you've already seen the same story play out over and over and over again with the same trick ending. But yet – People don't want to look at it. Let me tell you how I woke up on all this. You know, because years ago I had a good friend of mine, Kevin. Uh, he has a company called Alarm Alert in South Carolina. His name's Kevin Jordan. Good friend, good friend. Known him for gosh, almost forty years now. And I'll never forget he had some stuff from an individual who's writing a newsletter. It's long before the internet. And I was in the middle of doing radio and TV and seminars and all the stuff that was going on in my life back in my early 30s. And Kevin started sending me this stuff about what this guy was saying. He had a newsletter that you actually paid for. Imagine that. And it was mailed to you. Imagine that. That's really like antique, right? And he would send me copies of this guy's newsletter. And finally, he signed me up for it and started sending me this information. I saw, I read a few of them. And I read a really interesting book. It was called The Unseen Hand. I believe the guy's name was Epperson. Good book. And it really goes into detail on how a lot of these individuals from these conspiracy groups or how should I – secret societies have orchestrated the – how should I say – the events that we see unfolding in front of us. And the book was called The Unseen Hand. Well, I put this book on my shelf, read part of it, and I said, you know what? I don't have time to deal with this right now. You know, Austin had just been born. I was unbelievably busy in the office. We still had the clinic set up. I was seeing a lot of patients, and I thought, you know, I just don't want to mess with it. It's too negative. That was me. This is back, you know, like in 88, 89. And so what I did, I found is I put it on the back shelf. And then 9-11 hit 10, 12 years later, and that was the trigger. They got me thinking, what the heck? It sure looks like a controlled demolition to me. And why are there no wean marks on the Pentagon? And why have they seized all of the videotapes around the Pentagon, and why was that suddenly cleared up, and how could a 737 or whatever that plane was go through a hole that's 16 feet in diameter and not have wing marks on the side of the building, and why was it suddenly like cleaned up immediately and bulldozed and taken down and repaired and all the other stuff they did, and, and why in the world aren't independent tests being done on the debris from the trade towers, or why is it all being hauled off to Japan or to China to be – 
remelted. I, I couldn't understand any of it, but I, I, let, I let it go. Well, then finally they had that, that uh, how should I say, the, the Olympics over in China. And some guy was basically um, got in this big argument with one of the referees or whatever. And I was watching it online. I saw that dial-up. Oh, my gosh, that dial-up internet. It was so stinking slow. And I remember, and finally some guy said, uh, a little caption came up, find out what really happened with 9-11. And I, it was a couple of years later. I thought, hmm, I don't know what that's all about. So I clicked on it. And this, this, this video came up. And it was called 9-11 Mysteries. Really good video, by the way, if you guys want to watch it. And oh my gosh, it downloaded so slow. I couldn't believe it. It took me hours and hours and hours to watch a video. I think it's like 45 minutes long. But I got through it and it started asking all of these questions about, you know, why did this happen? And why did the Solomon building come down? And why did the third tower come down? I never heard of Building 7. I didn't know it was the third tower. And I started thinking, oh my gosh, they've done it again. They've done another Bay of Tonkin. They completely set us up again. So I started doing a lot of research started becoming basically immersed in it and realizing this is, you know, 20 years ago, I started thinking there's something else going on here. And what ended up happening is it finally began to build. And I started talking to people about it. And I was amazed at how many people were completely and totally asleep. They had no idea what was going on. They were as asleep as I had been, you know, 20 years earlier. And I thought to myself, Whoa, how do you wake people up? Well, it's kind of like this. A person wakes up when they want to wake up. And it's exactly what Austin just said. People now are waking up. They're like, wait a minute. These quote-unquote conspiracy people have been telling us this stuff for years and for decades. And guess what? They were right. And this stuff really is happening. We really do have an international group of bankers and international monetary fund bankers and groups that are cleaning money out of Afghanistan through heroin sales. And we really do have drug companies producing poisons and feeding it to the population and you know what? That stuff we heard about fluoride making you servile and infertile, they've been doing that to us for about 70 years now. And they've been giving us all these vaccines, and we have one in 32 children now with autism, little boys. And we lead the world when it comes to heart disease, to diabetes, and to cancer, and to learning disabilities, and to ADD and ADHD. Wait a minute. What happened to the United States? And then you start to realize what happened with Zionism. You start realizing who Samuel Untermeyer was. This is deeper now. This is real deep. you got to dig deep to find this stuff out initially. And you start realizing what happened to the Christian churches with the infiltration of the Masonic lodges into the churches, into the Catholic Church, and how they've basically undermined Christianity, true Christianity, true Catholicism, undermined everything that talks about the, the lordship of Jesus Christ. Now, now, now I, got, I just got some pushback from some of you. I felt it. I know a lot of you guys don't like Catholics. I get the emails. I got that. Okay. I was raised as a Lutheran, and that was an offshoot of Catholicism that basically Martin Luther had said, you know, he's had enough of the corruption in the Catholic Church. So I'm going to tell you there's a lot of corruption in the Catholic Church, and I'm going to tell you a lot of people who believe that they're Catholics who follow the mainstream Catholicism and who don't have a real relationship with Jesus Christ, they really aren't saved. I'm going to tell you that right now. But I will tell you this too. I do know some God-fearing Catholics who don't follow the edicts of the Catholic Church, who can't stand the current pope. And I personally believe they're Christians. They say, well, I can't believe you said that. Well, I'm telling you. I do, because why? All of this stuff is being pushed on us as division. If you don't believe exactly the way I feel, if you don't believe exactly what I say, if you don't do exactly what you did, this person can't be saved. can't be like that. If you call on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and you confess your sins unto him, and you ask him to become your Lord and your Savior— 
and you don't really look at all these other things this church or this group of people are doing, then are you saved or you're not saved? I'm, I'm asking you that question. You know, where do we have to draw the line on this? Where do we say when someone's crying out to Christ and, cry, and praying every single day, they believe that Jesus Christ is Lord, they believe that Jesus Christ is part of the triune Godhead, and they pray the Lord's Prayer, and they recite the Apostles' Creed, I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and Jesus Christ, his only Son, and they're saying this all of the time, are you going to tell me that there's no possibility that they're saved? Now, I will say this, praying to different statues and to different saints, that's all nonsense. And Catholics, if you're doing that, that's not anywhere in the New Testament. I'm letting you know that. It's not. And so, you know, but does that mean that I don't believe you have a relationship with Christ? I think it's between you and God and Christ, isn't it? Remember what the Bible says? That many people who believe they're saved aren't going to make it to heaven. And that Jesus is going to say to them, I don't know you. Now, how many people in these Zionist churches – now I'm going to get personal here – who don't really have a relationship with Christ, who want to reinstitute temple worship and temple sacrifice of animals, are they saved? There's your question, isn't it? So I believe that you know God saves those who call on his name and who ask Christ to come into their heart and who have a personal relationship with Jesus. I don't believe in all of these tenets of so many different denominations and groups of people that have, how should I say, institutionalized their particular churches. I don't believe in that at all, and I told you that the other day. That the church today in the United States is so compromised and so full of unbelief and so full of doubt and so full of pagan idolatry and so full of sin that it needs to be torn down from the very – rafters back down to the basics and go back to Christianity, to New Testament church. That's what I believe, because I've seen too much in these churches. I've seen too much with these elders. I remember years ago, I had a guy at a church, a pastor, hammer me from the pulpit, because he'd asked me a question about somebody, and I'd answered him, and he didn't like the way the answer was, and he was asking me as, his, as my pastor, and so I get slammed from the pulpit by him, not my name, but he was talking about me in the TV show that I had done. Everybody knew who it was because I mean, how many people in churches do you know international TV shows, right? That would be me in that church. It's a big church. I never went back in there again. And then I basically wrote him a letter. I said, why would you do this? You know, you got in the flesh. It ended up turning into this giant brouhaha. Of course, I was never planning on going back. But then all of the people that he knew that I knew, he told them no longer to have me as a friend. Oh, yeah, it happened to me with this too. So I wrote him all a letter, and I said, you know, here's the thing about it is I didn't do anything. This guy hammers me from the pulpit. I call him out for it, but yet now you guys have decided to take his side and disassociate yourself. I said, where's the love? Where's the forgiveness? Where's all of these things that I thought you guys were my friends? See, and this is the problem we have, isn't it, with Christianity? You know, when somebody doesn't do exactly what we want to do, what we're supposed to do, or if somebody says something to us, we have a tendency just to disassociate ourselves with them and, and shun them, so to speak. But the reality is, did Jesus do that? No. Remember I told you the other day, God does only requires forgiveness from us. So he does not require reconciliation. So if you try to reconcile a relationship that you did really nothing to mess up and they don't want to reconcile, you don't have to try to force that. But you can still forgive them because you're required to do that. See, and this is the thing that Christianity has to go back to. We've got to realize that there are people out there that don't believe exactly the way we believe. There are people out there who 
really don't believe in the deity of Jesus Christ. Those people aren't saved. Those people are not going to have a relationship with God Almighty through Jesus. They're not going to have that. And so we've got to understand there's certain groups, certain cults. Look at Jim Jones and that mess in Guyana. All these different people are out there doing all kinds of weird, crazy stuff. Remember the Heaven's Gate people? They all commit suicide. All these crazy things are going on around us. But let me tell you something, guys. I'm going to say this very bluntly. There are some name it, claim it, blab it, grab it groups out there that I consider to be cults. I don't consider them to be true Christianity whatsoever because I have seen them brainwash the children of God into believing that the leaders of this particular cult, and a lot of them have private jets and claim to be billionaires, not to mention any names, I don't believe they're saved at all. I think these are high-level Masonic operatives that are working inside of the church to try to destroy Christianity. That's what I believe, because these cults are no good. you got to be able to think for yourself. If it's not in the Bible, it ain't right. you got to understand that. The Bible will verify its own information. If you get led by the Holy Spirit to do something and it's contrary to God's word, it's not from the Holy Spirit, because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Always remember that. And I don't know why I went into this detail on this today, but guys, Austin's right. People need to realize that we've been lied to and lied to and lied to and lied to and lied to for so long. It's like William Casey said. We will know that we've done our job as a CIA when everything everyone believes is a lie. And I'm paraphrasing, but that's what he said. So the reality is, is have they done that to us? Yes, they've done it to us in the churches. They've done it to us with our government. They've done it to us with these learning education and institutions. They've done it to us with medicine. They've done it with the law. They've done it with the schools. They've done it with the judges. They've done it with everything. They've told us to lie. Like I said, we're like a giant Petri dish. They experiment on it constantly. Because if we keep our hearts and our minds in Christ and we walk in love like the Bible says to do, and we have a personal relationship with the creator of the universe, which is God and Jesus, if we have that through the Holy Spirit, then who else could be against us? For if God is for you, who can be against you? For when you and the creator of the universe are together, I don't care how you do the math, how crazy the common core is. It's still a majority. God plus one is always the majority, and we've got to understand it. And whatever the majority of people say, it makes absolutely no difference whatsoever. I'm going to go with God, and we need to understand that. That's why we have to have a, a how should I say, a renaissance of true Christianity, of true repentance. When I became a Christian, you know, there were things in my life that I was doing that weren't basically okay with the New Testament. And I realized that I needed to change those things. I quit doing them. I really did. I mean, I stopped. I said, no more. I'm done. Because at that point, I realized that, you know, Jesus had come and died for me, and I accepted him. And see, here's the thing. If we become a Christian, we get cut to the heart, so to speak, and we realize what sin is because God writes those laws and his decrees and what he wants us to do on our heart, and we know that we cannot continue to willfully sin. We understand that. Now, we can sin because we're still in a flesh body, but we realize when we're doing it, it ain't right. That's the difference between these churches that are doing the name and claim it, blab it, grab it stuff to buy the private jets and the mansions for the pastors – on these 5013C corporations that don't ever have to show their books, and they don't tell the people in the church where the money's going. Guys, I'm telling you this. I'm going to say it again. If you're in a church and the books aren't open and you're giving them money and they won't tell you where they're spending the money, I suggest going to another church or designating your funds. So if you know there's a mission project that you want to support, say, okay, I'm going to give this money to the church, but I want you to give the money to this mission. And I've done that. 
and sometimes they'll do it. Sometimes they refuse. And when they refuse, I just decided to change churches. So I've been through a lot. So a lot of you have too. A lot of you have been through a whole lot. But guys, listen to me. Jesus Christ is still the same yesterday, today, and forever. He still loves you just as much as he did on Calvary because for him, Calvary was yesterday. Calvary is right now for God. He's omnipresent. you got to remember that. And he loves you that much all of the time, and he wants you reconciled with him. He wants you to be covered by the blood of the Lamb, which is Jesus. Guys, I love you. I appreciate you. Have a wonderful weekend. I hope you enjoy the Hagman Show tonight. We're going to have fun with that. And I really, really appreciate you guys. You guys are absolutely amazing. And I had the opportunity and privilege once again to pray for you today. Thank you for continuing to support Health Masters. I hope this message had a little bit of meaning for you today and gave you some clarity. Also, go ahead and finish it up, and I'll, I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Monday. Absolutely. And that's why – and what he said is so on point because what we see now is this continued degradation of the truth slowly chipping away at it and putting forth lies. And it's interesting. There's a quote from Joseph Goebel. You guys know I've looked at a lot of his research, not that I look up to him, but he was pretty much spouted as the godfather of propaganda from Nazi Germany. And a majority of the information and intel and research that he did with propaganda and groupthink and basically controlling a populace, the CIA took. And they started going into depth detail in the 60s and researching it. And that's where we're at today now. As most people know, CNN is uses numerous individuals from the CIA. There's been reports from multiple anchors that have had CIA contacts, that have worked with the CIA, that have been agents with the CIA. I'm not going to get into all that. We don't have enough time on the show, but you've heard us talk about it before. You can do your own research on it. But one quote he always said that I always thought about, and when you look back, and see what happened simply in the 40s <laughs> and how the propaganda was so effective that he built. And think about now, <laughs> you know, 80 years later, the research and intel that they've done in years and years and years, and now they've been able to perfect it. And he said, this is such a simple quote, and it's so true today. He said, make the lie big, but make it simple. Keep saying it over and over, and eventually they will believe it. And that's what we saw last year. You keep telling everybody, this is for your protection. This is for your health. The lockdowns are for your safety. Give up your freedom. Give up your liberty. Give up your everything because we're going to keep you safe. COVID's here. It's here. Blah, blah, blah. The whole nine yards. And it's over and over and over again. Keep telling everybody they need to get the shot. Keep telling everybody it's for their health. Make the lie big. Make it simple. And continue to say it over and over and over again. And that's why I've told people one of the most effective things you can do to get your mind cleaned out is get off of the mainstream media television. It's, it rots you to the core. Trust me, I've watched it before. I've seen what it does to the mind. I've even had it on me before. I've been watching. All of a sudden, after a few minutes, I'm just, just, just browsing or just looking at something when I'm out somewhere. I don't even have cable. All of a sudden, I go, golly, man, that's some aggressive propaganda. And I'm like, I'm turning that off right now. It's funny, I just had a really good friend of mine, really good friend of mine, and his parents, who are pretty awake from what I thought, he just found out that they've both been injected with the Pfizer shot, and they hid it from him, and they're starting to have all these problems now, and they basically finally came out and told him, and he, he came irate. He pitched a fit, and I asked him, I said, why would they do that? They know me. They know us. They know you of all people. I said, why would they do that? And he said, I don't know, dude. He said, the only thing I could think of is they still watch the mainstream media, and they've, been, they've bought into the fear that they were told to buy into. And I said, how sad. 
And he goes, I feel like a parent that's had a failure as a child. He goes, I never thought my parents would have done this. And he goes, and then try to hide it from me. And I said, wow. I said, that's rough, man. I said, I'm sorry to hear that. I said, but it's free will, free choice, and it's consent. And that's why I've continued to tell everybody it's always up to your consent. You have a right to say yes or no. So thank you again for the support of Health Masters. Be sure to check it out, the product of the week on sale right now, this week at healthmasters.com. We have the magnesium and malate acid in the capsule form. We also have multiple other products on sale in the Doug 5 coupon. I'm going to activate that here in the next couple minutes. Be sure to check it out on the website at healthmasters.com, Doug 5, D-O-U-G, number 5, no spaces. And uh, that'll be active through the weekend and into Monday. So, again, if you need anything, feel free to give us a call. We're always here to help you out the best we possibly can. And please, forward the show. At the very least, forward some of these show links or these article links that we put up on the website every day. You can look at them. I mean, we, we have – Dozens and dozens of links every day. We try to get people to do their own research because the thing is once you do your own research and you figure it out, you no longer can play the naive card. You have to come to grips and say, all right, just so I figured this out now, and you start to wake up to what's going on. So thank you, my friends. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the Hagman Show tonight. We'll talk to you again on this show Monday as always. <laughs>